Perak Bey's Mishnah Zion. Shlosha, Dvarim, Amlof, and Rebekiva. Three things were said before Rebekiva. Shnayim, two of them, Mishum Rebbe Lazar, in the name of Rebbe Eliezer. Rebbe Mishum Rebbe Shua, and one in the name of Rebbe Yoshua. And so after they add over here, Vlay Amr Behem Rebbe Kiva did not respond, whether it's permitted, whether it's forbidden, whether it's kosher, whether it's pasal, whether it's tam, whether it's tar. So he didn't respond. Shnayim, Mishum Rebbe Lazar. The two things that were mentioned in the name of Rebbe Lazar were as follows. Rebbe Lazar were as follows. Yotzeis Isha, a woman is permitted to go out on Shabbos into a Rosh Hashanah, a public domain, where you can't carry. But she could wear the ear shall zav. She could wear this golden crown that's made with like the image of Yerushalayim on it. Why? She can call tachshed all jewelry, if the derech of the woman is to remove it because she wants to show it to her lady friends. That's asru l'chacham, l'chacham forbid, l'chacham forbid this woman to go out on Shabbos into a Shishra Rabbim wearing them, lest she take it off to show it to her friends, and then she'll carry it, dal amas, and be over her tzah in a Shishra Rabbim. However, Blazer holds that the ear shall zav is permitted to go out into a Shishra Rabbim. Why? Because the only women that go out with it are an isha chashuva, a very chashuva woman. It's a very expensive piece of jewelry. These chashuvah women, it wasn't the derech them to take it off and show it off to their friends in the Shrabim. Therefore, the Ir Shazav, Rabbi Eliezer, permitted for a woman to walk out with it on Shabbos into Shrabim. However, the Allah is, Kestah Mishnah, She'ena Ishiyotis Bir Shazav, that a woman cannot go out even with the Ir Shazav on Shabbos or Shrabim. And number two, second thing that Eliezer said uh, is uh, people that play with the mafricha yonim. So they would have like they would, they would gamble with these uh, doves, you know, to see uh, So they'd you know put money in a pot and they'd have the doves raised, and whichever uh, dove wins first. Um, they win the money, so they are gamblers. People that are gambling with doves are possible that they cannot serve as Adam in a basin. So these are the two things in the name of Rabbi Yasser. V'yechad, one was in the name of Rabbi Yeshua. Hadavar Shnemar Thayar Kiva, that matter that was said before Rabbi Kiva, the name of Yeshua is Hasharet Bifi Chulda. If a sharet, a dead sharet, is in the mouth of a Chulda weasel, the sharet is metame, anyone that touches the sharet will become tame. So this chulda, this weasel, has the dead shards in his mouth. He's walking around. Umahalech, as the chulda is going around. Agave kikaro shel truma. He's walking uh, uh, on top of these loaves of bread of truma with the shards in his mouth. Suffolk naga. Now we have a suffolk. Did the shards touch the loaves of bread and make them tamay, make this truma tamay? Suffolk loy naga. Maybe the shards did not touch the uh, loaves. We know the chulda is touching it, but we don't know whether the shards touched it. So sveiko tar. In this case, with the suffolk, the loaves of truma are tar. Why? Because Lefisha Tuma Overasi. It's Tuma which is Overasi. It's moving Tuma. It's not resting in one place. And the Lacha is called Tuma Nacha. Any Tuma which is moving and it's not resting in a place, Sveika Tar. Its suffix is Tar. So here's a, here in this case, the loaves of Tuma will be Tar. The Lacha is that a suffix in a Shusha Yachid, suffix Tuma Bushusha Yachid, Sveika Tamay. If you have a suffix of Tuma in a Shusha Yachid, in the Rosh Yachid, we'll say the Psaq is that it's going to be Tame. But here, even though you're in the Rosh Yachid, because the Tumah is moving, it's not in one place, we're going to say, Sveiko Tar, and the loaves of Truma are Tar. And Mishnah Ches, Shlosh Advarim Amr Bikiva, three halachos, Rebbe Kiva said, Ashnaim Hodlo, and two the Chamim agreed to Rebbe Kiva, but on one, the Chamim did not agree. Says the Mishnah, 
What are the ones that the Chalm agreed to? Number one. So they had this sandal, this wooden sandal, that the people that were working with the lime uh, would wear in order to protect their feet that they don't get burnt from, from the lime. Uh, or, or others say that it, the sand, it was a sandal shel kash. Um, it was not a, a wooden sandal. Um, it was a, a sandal made out of straw that they would, the, the sayad, this person working in the lime, would put onto his leather shoes in order not to burn his shoes. In either event, Shutami Midras. Shimnal Oswaz, if a Zav wears this sandal, Hariyum Betamib Midras, he makes a Tame from Tumas Midras. Even though this sandal is not meant for walking, so why should it become Tame from the Zav wearing it? The whole point of it is just to protect the person's feet as working in the lime, or to protect his shoes from being burnt. Dino Kakamina will give it the same status as a regular shoe. Why? Because sometimes the sayyad, this person working the line, this worker, will use the shoes to walk home. So therefore it is like a regular shoe. And if a zav will wear it, he'll make a tummy from Tumas Midras. So that the Khum agreed him on. The second item. Tanor Arba. So what is this? So a tanor is an oven. In those days they made it like a gigantic, it was made out of earth and we're out of charis. It was made like a gigantic cone that would be resting on the ground. There was no bottom to it. The floor was the ground. The, the, floor, the, the ground was the floor. This earthenware, this charis uh, cone-like oven would be attached to the earth with, with cement, with no actual floor. The ground was the floor. Now the tan of the oven becomes tamay. The only way to make it tar is there is no way. You have to break it. Once you break it, it leaves its status of being a utensil, and then it becomes tar. Then you can rebuild it as tar. As the Pasuk says, Tanar v'kiraim yutatz tamayim So now what happens is, shivri hatan, the shards of this oven, after it's broken, so the tumah leaves them and they become tar, and then you can rebuild it. Because once you break it, there's no status of utensil on it. And Masech Kalim it mentions there that Now sometimes when you break the oven, some of the shards are still tame. How's that? So within this inner behavior says like this, the shayari hatan are the shards of the oven. If there are ba'a, if the leftovers, these shards of the of the oven from the tanner, if the shev of the shard has a, has a height of four tfachim, about thirty six uh, centimeters. A dain who tummy still deemed a utensil and still has a status of tumma on it. Ohim neras tanar, ohim neras tanar tar. Or say, for example, you broke a tar tanar, tar oven, and then you have shards that are the size of four tzvachim. That shard is still a utensil, still a little clea, and it could be makabal tumma like a regular oven. So shahayu oimim shloisha. Originally, the Chum would say, If the piece that was left over from the oven had had even three Tzvachim, it's still left in a status of Tumah. Or if it's Tar, it could be Mekabal Tumah, it still has a status of a Kli on it. He's more lenient. He said, no. If it's three Tzvachim big, it's unusable. It's not a Kli anymore. If it's four tzvachim, then it's deemed a kli to be makabal tamar to keep its tamar that it had. And these and the chum agreed to Rebbe Kiva on this item. So, sorry, well, on both of these items, we had shloshu devarim. So these two items, with regards to the sayadim, the shoes, and with regards to the shivrei tanner, the shards of the oven, the chum agreed to Rebbe Kiva. 
One thing the Chams did not agree. What was that? We had mentioned back in Parak Aleph, there was this uh, chair. There was the Kisei of the Kala, chair of the Kala. Here, it's not clear whether it's referring to that chair or not, but the, regardless, the point is that if you have this chair where you have these different coverings, the boss of most of basically, uh, all the parts of the chair are called chipuyim, like the coverings, except for the miskeres, the frame, and the reglaim, the feet. So the frame and the feet are the base of the chair. Everything else is like the chipuyim, the coverings of the chair. So what happens if two of the chipuyim are removed? Like two of the beams uh, from the seating part were removed. And all there is is this one beam left by the seating part. So technically it's usable. You can't really sit on it, but it could like hold, you know, a, a, a pot or something. So Shrebi Akiva Mitame. Akiva says it has, still has a shame of a kli. It's still a utensil. Why? Because you could use it. You could hold you could use it to hold, you know, your, your pot of grapes. So according to Rabbi Akiva, it's still in the utensil, still in the kli, and it could be makabal tumma. So even though we we said again, this chair. The, the base of the chair is the mascara at the frame, the reclime in the feet. Everything else is called the chipuya of the coverings. Now, if two of the beams of the seating part are removed, but there's still one beam left by the seating part, granted you can't sit on it any, anymore, but it's still usable, you can still hold the kli, it still could support a kli, therefore it's still the kabatumah, still deemed the kli. But the Chama argued, they did not agree. They said, Matarin, you can't sit on it anymore. Granted, it could do other things, it could support a, a, a pot, it could support a cup. But you can't sit anymore. We view this now as a broken utensil. And once it's broken, it would not be, it's not deemed a cleat. So this is where the Chamim argued on Rebbe Akiva.